beautiful? You know, Socrates said that the secret of change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. We're getting ready to enter into 2023. And I know when I say that, it just is not a concept in my brain that I can wrap around. It's hard to believe 2023, but we are entering into a new year. And with that comes the ability to really bring about some change. Change that you may have been wishing for, desiring since the betrayal, and you aren't quite sure how to get there. Well, I believe that Socrates was right when he said to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Well, how can we do that? How can we not focus in on the affair? How can we not focus in on the betrayal? And how can we start building the new? We're going to jump into it today on Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her. Must have been my fault. And this pain, it'll never go away. Until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Welcome back to the show, beautiful. Can you believe it's that time of year again? (laughs) A year has gone by. It's flown. Another year around the corner. We're getting ready to enter into 2023. And this is usually a time where we spend it reflecting on what has transpired over the course of the last year. And for many of us, that can be very painful, especially if 2022 was the year that you found out your husband had been having an affair. It's painful. It's devastating. It's shattering. It is beyond the imagination. Words can't describe the feelings that you feel. And I know because I've been there. But I also know that as we spend that time reflecting, it is a time where we can look forward to a new year, but it's by choice, especially if we're in the midst of the betrayal, the pain, the suffering, but yet at the core, we're really desiring a fresh start. 
We're desiring that hope, that healing that seems too far out of reach. How do we get it? Well, beautiful, one thing that I can tell you for sure It's not about making resolutions. (laughs) I know that many people focus in on that this time of year, but resolutions usually get broken within the first five days. I mean, would you give me an amen on that one or not? (laughs) But usually they do. And resolutions, that's not the answer. The answer is really putting something into place that's going to help us to create real lasting change that's going to move us forward in our healing journey to get us through recovery. And that's what I want to kind of help you with today. So maybe it's time to try again. Maybe for you, you didn't find out about your husband's affair in 2022. Maybe it was 10 years ago for you. But every year around this time, it's painful because you're reliving memories, you're triggered, and it's this roller coaster ride year after year that you're really tired of. And you really want a new approach, something that's going to change once and for all. So this time, let's kind of maybe refocus on how we can get started on a road to real long-term change. I mean, aren't you desiring that? You've been in this cycle of just devastation and depression and disillusionment and despair for long enough. Isn't it time to have real change that you can embrace, that you can move into, that brings you joy, brings you freedom, and helps you to rediscover who you are so that you can move forward and begin to embrace life again? So here are just a few ways that I'd like to share with you as we are entering into the new year. I would like to share with you a few ways, 10 to be exact, that you can get started on what I call your goals, things to help you change for the new year to bring about lasting change so that you can start to enjoy your life again. So beautiful, grab a pen and a piece of paper, jot these down because you're going to want to go back through and work through them. This is a great thing that I do every year. One of the things I would say that I do, I'll be sharing another one on Friday's episode this week, but for today, I want to share with you 10 short little things to do that you can jot down, come back to, that can help you to kind of start moving forward as you're thinking about 2023. And the first one is make some changes for the right reasons. You know, a lot of us want to change, right? We want to have something change in our life because of what we've been through. Well, if you can actually pinpoint a specific reason and keep that reason at the forefront of your mind, it's going to help you to stay motivated when it comes to change. So let's say that you're desiring to, you know, have your life move in a better direction, that you're not so triggered this year, right? You want to not be so triggered. Well, you're going to have to work at it. And what is the reason? What is that right reason that you don't want to be triggered anymore? Is it just because you don't like to be triggered? Well, of course, I know that. (laughs) But is it because you're tired of what the triggers are actually doing to you? There, you might take two steps forward, but they're knocking you back 10. And you're actually not ever getting ahead in your healing process. So what is the reason 
why you want to finally leave these triggers behind in 2023. Is it that you really want to heal? Well, that's a great reason. So write that down and keep it at the forefront of your mind. I really want to heal this year. And one of the ways that I can heal is to actually work on ways to not be so triggered. That's a beautiful reason. And when you have it in the forefront, you can keep it there and it can help you to truly change. The second one is, beautiful, you need to know yourself. Now, this can be hard after betrayal because we lose our identity when we've been betrayed. We question who we are and who, you know, who we want to actually become because of the whirlwind that has been knocking us upside the head from this affair. We don't know who we are anymore. We look in the mirror and we really go, who is this woman looking back at me? It shatters you to the core. But this is where you have to be honest with yourself of where you are currently in your life. Are you still in the shattered stage? Are you still in the discovery stage? Are you still in the distrust stage? Or are you moving through where you're actually rebuilding yourself and you've thought about who you want to become in 2023. You can actually get a little glimpse of who she looks like, acts like, talks like, what she eats, what she dresses like, all of those things. But you have to first start with being honest of where you are in your life right now. What kind of change are you ready to make right now? Don't push the comfort level too far because it might leave you feeling too daunted and the challenge might be too much. But here's something you might think about. Who is it that you want to become in 2023? Yes, you've been devastated. Yes, you've been betrayed. But do you want that to define you? Do you want that as the banner of victim over your head the rest of your life? Or do you want to be known as an overcomer, as a victor, as one who has thrived through the healing process? Who is she? Think about her and then decide to really make the changes to become her in 2023. But in order to do that, you first have to be honest with yourself about where you currently are. The third one is, after you figure that out, to start small. Now, I know some of us would rather run the race and run it so fast and get to that new being that we want to be, that new woman that we know God created us to be. But we it's not going to be a race, beautiful. It's not going to be this sprint. It's more like a marathon. And small steps lead to great accomplishments. So start small. One of the biggest ways that we can unintentionally sabotage ourselves is by setting goals that are too big or unattainable. So find small stepping stones that are on the way to the bigger goals. That's why I said small steps lead to great accomplishments. You know, those who train for the big race, they don't run the 5K the first time they walk out their door. They start small. Olympians don't start hurtling the the moment they're five years old. 
they start small. It's the same with you with your recovery process. Start small and take the small steps because each one will build upon the other and it will lead to great accomplishments this coming year. Your fourth one is to identify the barriers or the obstacles that are in your way of change. They are in your way for your healing process. There are always things that can get between us and our healing, between us and our goals, between us and the woman that we want to become. So before you get started, take a minute to think about those things. What are they? What are the obstacles that you're facing? Are they financial barriers? Are they relational barriers? Is it a trust issue? Is it that you're struggling sexually because you just can't be intimate with him right now? What is the barrier that is stopping you? What is it? When you identify these things up front, you'll be able to develop strategies to overcome them. Your fifth one is beautiful, be very specific. (laughs) So this is where when you're writing all of this out, don't just generalize it. It's kind of like when you set up an exercise program. You know, yes, you want to exercise more, great. But instead of just making it a broad goal about I just want to exercise more, dive into the nitty gritty details of it. How many times a week do you want to exercise? How many times daily? Is it five minutes a day? Or are you going to aim for 30? It's the same with your healing journey. What is it that you want to work on? Is it that you want to hire a coach this year to take you through the process because you're dealing with triggers, flashback memories, you can't get over the distrust and you want to regain trust? What are the specific things that you want to work on? And then write down the details of exactly what you want to accomplish. What do you want to accomplish when it comes to trust? Do you want to rebuild it in your relationship? Fabulous. Then ask yourself the question, well, how am I going to do that? And then write some answers down. For you, it may be taking a course. It may be hiring a coach, a betrayal trauma coach, one who is trauma-informed who can help you along the way. And beautiful, I will let you know right here and right now that through December 31st, I'm still offering my 20% discount on my individual coaching sessions as well as my three bundle pack coaching sessions. You're getting them 20% off right now. You don't have to book them before December 31st. You just have to get yourself scheduled and purchase whichever package you want. Then you can book them for the new year. We can get a plan set up for you and we can start to help you establish changes that last for the new year. So the link below the show notes, you can grab that link and you can go and schedule those, get the email, and you can get yourself scheduled for the new year so you can get the changes that you're so desiring. Okay, so here's the sixth one. Get the building blocks in place. Now, this is where it it starts to get real. You see, change takes time because our routines also have to change. 
you know, if you're going to start an exercise program, your routine has to change. Maybe that means you get up at 5 a.m. in the morning, right? You have to go to the gym before you go to work. Well, the same is true in your healing journey. Maybe for you, that means you have to develop a safety net for yourself, establishing an emotional safety plan, or maybe getting safe people that you can help journey with you so that they can be your accountability. Again, maybe it's hiring a coach or getting into a program. What is that for you? When you build extra space into your schedule, into your life to make the changes that you want and you put the time on your calendar, you set the reminders in your phone and you actually go and do the things, you're going to actually see the changes. Beautiful, you can listen to podcasts all day long. You can listen to Facebook stories or Instagram stories. You can, you know, watch programs all day long. But until you actually implement and put the building blocks in place and walk it out, or as Jesus said to the paralytic, take your mat and pick it up and walk, (laughs) until you put it into place, nothing will change. So put your building blocks in place for this year. Your seventh one is to see the vision. This is huge. You know, in the Bible, it says to take pen and to write down the vision because without vision, the people perish. Well, the same is true for us, beautiful. When we've gone through the trauma of betrayal, it is devastating and we need a new vision before us. We need to cast the old vision aside. We need to not, as Socrates said, stay so focused on the old, not fighting the old all the time, but in in exchange, build upon the new, which means setting a new vision, which means you need to now picture what it's like in your mind, in your heart, for you to be healed and whole. And I know that's hard when you're in the midst of the trauma. I remember what that was like. I couldn't picture it in my mind. But what I did is I started casting a vision for myself. And that's what I'm talking about here. So how do you do that? This is where you ask yourself some questions. What does it look like for me to be healed? What would that look like? What would it feel like with me not dealing with this trauma anymore? Would it feel freeing? Would it feel lighter? Would you have more joy? Would you have more happiness? Would you laugh? What would it look like? Would you maybe not be so furrowed in your forehead because, you know, the pain that you're dealing with right now? Maybe you have to ask yourself, you know, how has my life changed over the past year? Um, you know, what would it feel like if I had true change in 2023 and I actually could trust again? I actually could enjoy my life again. These are the things that you can ask yourself to start to cast the vision to move yourself forward. Number eight is to get a buddy. (laughs) And what I mean by that beautiful is to invite someone safe to be your accountability this year. 
to share your journey of healing and wholeness. Someone who is for you and not against you. They want to see you succeed. They want to see you healed and they're going to keep you accountable in the process, right? They're going to check in with you. Are you are you making your appointments with your coach? Are you making sure to take some downtime for yourself and to really do your breathing techniques? Are you focusing in on yourself? They are going to be your accountability. Are you spending time with God daily? Get a buddy. This is so important when you're walking through the healing journey. Number nine is to evaluate what is working and what is not. Because beautiful, if you're doing something and you're not getting change, well, it's time to toss it aside because some things work and well, some things don't, right? And you never know until you try. And once you start the process of changing a behavior or you're changing something so that you can truly heal, you'll learn things you didn't know about yourself when you first started out. When you're committing to a big change, It's important to pause for the adjustments every so often. So ask yourself periodically this next year, what am I doing every day that is working and what is not working? And whatever is not working, be willing to cast it aside. And then number 10 is to be patient with yourself. In other words, beautiful, grant yourself some grace. Change doesn't happen overnight. I wish it did but it doesn't. You know, there was a study that was done back in 2012, and it's probably a lot greater now, but it suggests that it takes about 66 days to form a habit. And I believe sometimes when we've gone through trauma, it takes us a lot longer to make significant changes because we're dealing with trauma. So don't give up when change seems to be slow moving. Stick with it and it will become a part of your routine. You will heal. Remember, small steps lead to great accomplishments, and they can impact your life throughout the next year. They can truly take you in to full recovery. Make sure that you're taking care of yourself, that you're eating properly, you're exercising, you're investing in yourself, become more mindful, Um, improve your sleep habits, decrease your stress levels, work to release the trauma from your body. What is one way you'd like to focus on improving your life this year? What is one way that you'd like to move yourself through to recovery this year? And if it feels overwhelming, again, remember to start small. Pick the smaller things to work on and use these strategies I just gave you to help you stick with it because the small steps are going to get you there and they're going to help you to gain confidence to take on bigger goals in the future and to really become who God has created you to be. So in this year, 2023, rethink doing a resolution How about cast those aside and focus on changes that you can feel good about, changes that are going to bring you through your healing journey, changes that are going to set you on the course for full recovery in 2023. And beautiful, I'm cheering you on every step of the way. 
and I would love to help you journey through it. So remember to click that link below in the show notes, schedule your time with me, and let's make the changes that you need for this year to finally rediscover who you are after betrayal, gain your life back, step into full freedom, and enjoy living once again. Because there truly is beauty beyond betrayal. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.